After Things is brought to you by Patreon.com slash Weird Things. Thank you for supporting this show. Hello and welcome to After Things. I'm Andrew Main, joined by Brian Brushwood. Hello. Justin Robert Young. What up? Mr. Bryce Castillo. Hello, everybody. Uh, Hello. Welcome to the After Things. I know. All right. I had my glass of water now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like... uh, Like, middle of like, I'll drink drink the water after. (laughs) Mistake. That's why I'm not a pro, everybody. Um... (laughs) Uh, there's like videos on YouTube you watch where like, man, I love this content. I wish somebody would just tell this person to relax and to not try to sound cool or whatever, because it doesn't, it sounds like somebody trying to sound. Cool. I hear you. I'm, I've become much more mellow on scam nation. <laughs> I've waited 15 years to make that note, Brian, 15 years to get to this point. But I like, I, I can't, I ran into that the other day, uh, just watching stuff on YouTube. Uh, I like I like watching people do games and stuff on YouTube, and I there's this challenge video that shows up, and it looks and it's like a cool idea, right? Like, oh, how can can you teach an AI to play this video game? Uh, very cool, very cool idea. And then you watch it, and he's just doing like all these jokes and all these bits, and it's like I just want to see you do the thing. I really don't need to be doing all these like little quips and little boos. I, don't know. I watched an interview with Mr. Beast on a channel called Coffeezilla. This guy, Coffeezilla, does a lot of like uh, exposes a lot of like cryptocurrency scams, things like this. And he was just asking Mr. Beast about his strategy. And everything he said was obvious, but it wasn't. And I was taking notes because it was just very much like, yeah, he's like, like that thumbnail and that title and what you promise, like you've got to tell people right right off the bat, they got to understand that they're going to get that. They've got to know that they're going to get it. And And you started thinking about like, kind of the strategies and stuff and you watch videos like well we're gonna get to it like he did his willy wonka video where he made the chocolate factory spent god knows how much money to do this and it's 17 minutes long you didn't turn it into an hour he didn't turn it into two hour special it was 17 minutes long and i'm like that's kind of brilliant because it just knows exactly why people are watching yeah and it's tough to do when your insane middle management robot tells you i want maximum viewer minutes Please figure out a way to make people stick around for the maximum amount of time. And also, tons of activity, tons of uploading. Right. You need to be putting out a ton of videos. Like it's 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 very frustrating. Like I, I'm I'm thinking about marbles and stuff. I'm still working out some marble stuff, and I'm thinking about some video plans. And it's like I could do, like I could do some stuff where like I put out a little video every day, and I can. It's it's not that difficult, but goodness gracious, that's a that is a lot to flood the flood everybody with. And- he, Beast, Mister, I'll call him Beast. Uh, he <laughs> said something too, which he said it's he said he said it's easier to get. Uh, he says it's easier to get. Uh, let me write this. I'm going to say this down because I was I wrote it down because I'm like, oh, this is this is you know, and it left an impact on you. Oh yeah, I, I just, I just, it's like when I talk to Justin or Brian or you guys about things, you, the the wisdom you guys have picked up over time, and you'd go like, "Oh, that makes sense," but I never thought about it that way. He writes, "It's less effort to get five million views on one video than fifty thousand views on a hundred videos." Uh 
Yeah. 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 I yeah. agree. And and if what you want, and this speaks to, you've heard me talk about it before, my general philosophy of earning real estate of the mind. If you, if, if you want a profound impact, uh, you're better off with a, a thousand videos at 50 views than one at 50,000 views or what have you. Hmm. you know, I well, was his, oh. He was the opposite was saying that like, if you do that, he says it less effort to get, if you get that 5 million views on that one video, that's better in the long run than a hundred videos of 50,000 views because that's 99 one, less says, deals you have to make. He says it's easier to, he says for him, it says it's easier to get that kind of thing. And then if you have videos that break through that barrier and to carry over, you know, I definitely agree. That's the case. If you are a hundred percent flexible on what the content is, if you, if, if you don't care what's in the package, then yes, that is the best thing to do is to figure out what does the world want? Let me deliver it. Uh, but if, if what you want to do is build a vehicle to take something inside you and get it into the hearts of thousands of other people, then, um, you know, like the easiest well, way, then, then, then I would begin to disagree. Well, I'd say his point is if you make it like, if you put everything into making something that has a lot of quality, if you're like, like look at what you guys did with, um, uh, world's greatest con. Yeah, the world's greatest con is instead of like we're gonna do just a weekly sort of thing, you're like let's take all of our effort to put it into a thing, because then that quality level just goes way higher, and you're gonna reach signal people that before wouldn't have paid attention to it. Right. So I'd say that like it, you know there's I guess there's yeah different strategies as you said, but that's well, the thing. And, we're and then on the flip side, um, um, I think I think a lot of fans would be disappointed if uh, we only did four episodes of Great Night per year. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. As opposed to showing up every week, but also but, but you, you know, know how to do, you know, but you know how to do a great episode of Great Night. You're not you're not trying to do Modern Rogue as dumb TikTok videos every once a day. You're right. you, you have a pipeline to make quality material, right? Uh, but 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 I think I think your larger point is 100 percent spot on, which is uh, there are multiple ways to play the game depending on uh, uh, depending on how what your end game is. You know, over the yeah. over the weekend, I was talking with a buddy who's who's looking at starting some new projects, and uh, he he told me something strange because he's 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 got uh, skills, he's made stuff before, he's made many projects before, um, and he told me, well, I've got these these four ideas that I'm going to do. They're going to be kind of a new. They're not in a thing that he was already doing. So, uh, so I'm gonna, I'm going to start these four new projects and. Some of them will be live, some of them will be YouTube, some of them will be edited, some of them will be after the fact. And this this one of them that's going to be every week, that's going to be my loss leader. And I had, a, I had to pretty bluntly say like, hey, just for the record, like you haven't started any of these yet. None of those are leaders and you definitely <laughs> don't get to decide which ones lose for you. Um, yeah. Uh, good luck, man. I mean, maybe that person has the energy to to put all their... their uh, uh, momentum into that but who well and what's and 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 i get it, i get heartburn just thinking about that it wasn't for a lack of wanting to you know huh? but it but it was we we really focused a lot on how to and the logistics and the medium um but i i had to stop this person down and say you need to pick one of those four things and decide which one you which is the story that you want to tell well, which well, one you want to do first yes like, there's like, the, it's not to say that you're not going to get to all of them it's great to have a bunch of ideas uh, uh but you know you gotta float these boats into the ocean and see which ones sink and and part of it is and there, 
yeah, how you build it and what the audience is. Go ahead, Andrew. And there, there are people who are in love with the plan and not in love with the work. And that's the thing I try to figure out very early on. If I'm talking to someone like, ah, they love a plan. They love the idea of a plan because this plan gives them hope and it's a, it's a scaffolding for their future yeah. versus somebody who's really excited about the work. And, and that, that's, that's something, the more intricate your plan is and the more your plan involves counters upon counters upon counters because you've thought through this entire maze leading right up to success and all you got to do is follow this brilliant plan that's where you go off the rails because you are you are not adjusting for what this project actually is you are thinking in your head what the pathway is going to be and and you wind up i think over committing to it yeah in my opinion often although i'm sure that there's the perfect I'm, plan people i'm and assuming success of the plan approach like I'm super guilty of like just being in love with the plan and not the work. And that's my all in planning intricate. And then this step two, and then this three, and it's like, but, but I will say for you, Maine, there was a, every time that you've been successful, it's been because you have gotten obsessed with the work because you have, you have, yeah. you have gone past the plan and you became no, like put this out into the world. Even if it was literally just to me, like in the writing, it's like, Hey, read this short story. Like at least you wrote a short story and there was, and then it became the novellas and then the novels. But like, that was the whole process. Like do the process, release the product, observe what happens, observe what people like and don't like about it and then move forward. And that's being obsessed with actually being a craftsman and not being a, a plan maker. We uh, talked about right before the first uh, when we recorded weird things, and that was uh, all of you guys like robots being on real. command. Hold out your phones. Yeah, oh, we're yeah. we're being real. So we be real like Cypress Hill. So there's a <laughs> there's a, 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 a an app now called Be Real B E R E A L, and it is once a day. You and your friends are alerted to take a photo. And so you take a photo where, where whatever you're doing, uh, it takes a, a picture of both in front of you and behind you. And then you see in that moment where all of your friends and family and followers are uh, in that in that particular moment. Uh, I know a lot of people that work at desks. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of desks, a lot of. But 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 even then, it's uh, sometimes like people are, are excited to share what they're working on at their desks. Other times. People uh, like I definitely will get up, take four steps, open a door and there's a tree. <laughs> I'm, I'm at work. Uh, but but uh, what I love about it is it's one of it, it's the only social network that causes me to think more about what I'm doing than than experience FOMO for what other people are doing. It's like it's like, am I proud of? my appearance of, of, of how happy I am, of where I am, of what I'm working on, of what I'm doing. Um, Arnie's and, making burgers. Uh, right now? Well, it, honor be real. Oh, right now. Oh. Ask uh, her to save me one. Uh, like, <laughs> that alone is kind of a cool, and it, it's almost as though... Bryce is doing weird things. <laughs> it, it's almost as though everything else is, everybody else participating are accountability partners where, uh, and, and you don't have to post one if, you know, well, and, it's not the right moment. And that's what I like. Like, I, I think you can tell that they really want this idea of like, uh, you're going to be late if you don't post on time and then people will see that you're late. Um, but like, that's the nice thing about it is like, 
I don't, if I don't have anything going on, I don't have to post. Right. And I can post when I have something going on. And plus, also, and if, it, if, if there's one time I could think of that nobody wants to post, we're all playing Wordle, Wordle anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think what's fascinating to me is from a network side when they determine what time it is. Because sometimes it's in the morning, sometimes it's in the middle of the day, sometimes it is at in, in the evening. I wonder whether or not, because uh, the the way that Bryce brought this to us was because there had been some media around uh, uh, friend groups for younger users being uh, decimated because the Be Real has uh, everybody else hanging out and you're on the outside looking in. And so you feel FOMO and everything. But like, I do wonder whether or not this has to be a, a a thing that is policed in schools. If if, if the be real happens at uh, during school hours, oh. do they want to go uh, to not have that? Are they judging by your age whether or not it's cool to give you a time collectively uh, of you know between the hours of eight and two? Yeah, and and I guess also like uh, let's say you're midway through a really interesting you know uh, algebra proof or whatever, and all of a sudden you 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 know that it's be real o'clock. It's like okay, all of you could take cla- pic- your picture showing that you're at class. Go for it. Now we're done. Uh, that that feels generally pro-social to me. Is it is it the same time every day? Nope. No, it's different. Changes you never know. Day. So that implies that. If they're running efficiently, they're going to optimize for whenever they get the highest level of engagement. So if they're giving it to kids during the school and they're getting down, not so many engagements, and probably they're going to move it to three o'clock or whatever. Yeah. In general, I found it's either sometime in the morning for which I would describe between eight and 10 or in the afternoon between like we had know, one here around one thirty five yeah but one thirty although I guess it is summer so you know maybe maybe it's oh, it's, it's different but what, what I don't know Bryce could uh, did you uh, look this up before the show but oh uh, uh, what is does everybody who's on Be Real get the exact same time or is it determined like AI style b- b- amongst your 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 friend group so every, everybody in your region gets the same time but there are three different regions that they send times to so I think. It's like America, uh, Europe, and Africa, and then Asia. And so Eurasia. everybody in America gets the same time. Yeah, that's America. You, it's old based America on the region you pick in the, the app. One. That's that, it, and yeah. they even tell you like we have times for the different regions. So just pick the one that's right for you. I. How many of you go on Instagram? 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 Instagram. I gave it Instagram. up. Uh, three or four years ago out of mild annoyance and I fully expected to go back, but I just haven't gone back. My annoyance has reigned supreme. I love Instagram. I, I, I feel like Instagram stories are when I'm happiest on social media. Uh, uh, there's people talk to me. I get to have conversations with people that I wouldn't otherwise talk to. Uh, it's fairly low effort. I don't have to worry about there being a a well actually that you know uh, spins me into a a PR uh, crisis like I just really Instagram is just if it weren't for the fact that they are now trying to jam TikTok in the middle of it uh, uh, uh it would be among the most it might it is the social network that brings me the most happiness I will say that what about Bryce? you I, uh, no, I don't use Instagram a lot. Um, and I, the, the FOMO that I get on Instagram is when people use it as their messenger. Um, and so I'm like, well, I guess I'll open it up. 
Um, but I, I've been, I, you know, I, we've been using TikTok more for, for some of the podcasts and stuff. And I've really been enjoying using TikTok and like TikTok has stories now. And, uh, Maybe or, that's where people go. Maybe, maybe. Oh, by the way, I saw that you cut out me saying rib tips as a uh, a, a, a TikTok. That's, oh, I'm sorry. Did you, you not say thank that? Thank you for that. Did you yeah. not say it? Or? Oh, I had to go sorry. right back into the archives <laughs> for that one, didn't you? It's just the top clips, just the most viewed clips. The most. Oh, of. is that was that one of the most viewed clips? That's <laughs> <Yes>. funny. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, uh, I mean, I think TikTok yeah. is 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 good. Uh, um, you know, that stories concept that Snapchat really pioneered, I think, is fascinating in that it does give you in an ever expanding world where we only have more and more and more people to keep track of Facebook has become onerous in that like I can't keep track of anybody I'm relying on its algorithm to give me the stuff that I care about the most uh whatever uh TikTok is like don't even try your friends don't even matter your friends matter only if you're sharing the things that we are giving to you mm-hmm. uh Instagram is somewhere kind of in in, in between but with that I think TikTok is is in a very interesting position where we're going to find out whether or not the things that they want to be like Snapchat, if they're adding stories and like Twitch, because they're adding live, mm-hmm. uh, uh, whether or not that will dilute their product. Because I think for, for Instagram, adding stories, great. Uh, adding TikTok stuff has been fairly annoying for me. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, because like IGTV is a, was similar like just video on instagram kind of just is tough for me outside of stories um so i don't know i i, I yeah i i'll check in on instagram every once every few days just i don't i mean i don't even know why I'm, i'll check maybe like i don't go through the feed <laughs> i don't yeah. care uh twitter like i have list that i use on twitter i have a list that i use you're all on it don't worry yeah um but other than that, like, and I'll go check, I'll look in like things that pop up just so I can see things, people who follow me, maybe I've never engaged with or whatever, just it's all likely I like to engage periodically with that. But like, I, like I opened up TikTok and the best description I heard, it was like the fentanyl of social media. <laughs> and it was, it just threw a bunch of like, a, you know, whatever it thought of my profile, what I'd like, it was completely off and all this. And it was like, wow, it was almost offensive to me. Um, and, and it's, I've nothing, I, nothing against the I mean, app or whatever. That That's not even the offensive part. The offensive part is when you train it by saying, no, no, no. Oh, that's interesting. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Oh no, that's good. That's good too. That's good. Oh, you really get me TikTok. That's the part that yeah. I find offensive. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think, well, I mean, yeah, for me, it was just like, oh, I'm going to start you off with like, oh, I don't want to, why are you doing this? And like, why are you showing who, what, what kind of you know, it monster. Do you think that I am here? Yeah, Cause that, it was, that, that's, well, that's humanity, right? So you are getting, know, initially you're getting the, the, the sampler platter. I know. And there's like, like, listen, not that I don't have my own, like, oh, that's cool. You know, hubba hubba. But like, it was like, ah, like it was just this, like, and I didn't want to like, I don't want to train you. I don't want to, I'm the outlier. Cause it's usually successful. Uh, there's also a great book, by the way, called The Attention Factory about bite dance and the creation of TikTok, which I highly recommend. I mean, I've spent more time reading that book than actually on TikTok which shows you how I approach media. But um, I just, I don't know, man. I just sort of tapped out on most social media. Yeah. I mean, Although be, I would to, I would greatly encourage everybody to watch the Auntie Donna podcast of the South African Sams explaining TikTok to Mark Bonanno. Uh, uh, just, just the phrase, you lingered. You lingered, Mark. 
<laughs> well, that, uh, and that's why he. Yes, yes. You might not think, but you lingered. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, 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 yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, Twitter. I don't know. I, I, this is my. It, it, it's the curse of the journalist that I'm. I'm gonna wander TikTok or wander Twitter for the rest of my life and and just pretend like it's not a toxic, uh, you know, a Mad Max environment where the only <laughs> the only pleasure is pain. <laughs> It's it's a uh, uh, it's a it's a roving hellscape, but I'll never leave. I'm 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 committed to what, uh, what haunting I love, it. What I love about Twitter, and this can apply to other stuff too, because like there's a lot of great content, TikTok and other places. And I want to be downing them. It's just more Andrew's weird relationship with the world. But Twick, TikTok, one thing, but like Twitter with lists, like I I would know way more about what's going on in Ukraine than I would have through just reading regular news sites and stuff because yeah. I found some really good experts who understand this stuff. And like a day to day, I could tell you like, oh, this was the progress of the front. This is what happened here and stuff. I don't talk about it with anybody. I don't have a conversation with it because I'm just reading these experts talk about this stuff. I'm like, cool. That's what I love about t Twitter, sir. That's what I love about Twitter is Twitter's got this opportunity to like, you find some people who know a lot, put them into a list and just go read there and it's it's hard. It's nothing like it. It's amazing. There is there is some exceptional stuff on there. There is also some exceptionally stupid stuff on there. Although that becomes its own joy, is that you <laughs> read the dumbest takes ever uh, uh, typed into a phone, and and uh, uh, you're like, wow, this is exceptionally stupid. Well, uh, Us to oh. bring it back to be real, I think mm. that's what I love about it. I I will be very surprised if there is a single uh, celebrity that is born out of be real. It seems like everything about it is built to be more introspective than extroverted, and uh, uh, that's something I I've never seen in a social network. I mean, to a limit, that that was a was Snapchat. Snapchat, there were social aspects of it, but it really was more in-group stuff. And you'd hear like, you don't really hear the term Snapchat star like you do on other mediums. Right. You do, but not because it was really, it started off as like you and your friends, just, it was anti-social media in that point. Like, yeah, this is, that came from the point in time when the people creating stuff in the VCs, like everybody wants to share. And these teens are like, no, I just want my friends to see it. And then that's it. And go away, you know? And, and, and Snapchat became a uh, major player in chat too because it was mm -hmm. just it was a place where you actually connected and so therefore you talk to each other and blah 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 but yeah that's, and I that's know a whole other thing married married to somebody who was born in another country on telegram a lot like telegrams telegram's huge thing. right now telegram's no. huge uh, uh which i got on i and not to be old man gerbs but Boy, do I not totally get it <laughs> uh, because I, I got on it during the Ukraine war because I kept hearing like, oh, there's all this stuff that's being uploaded to Telegram and, and yada, yada, yada. And I got on it and I was like, I don't know. It just seems like a messenger. Where am I supposed to find the things? I where's the know. news? I don't, where's the news Where's button? the button that brings me the latest <laughs> can, news? Can I find the dumb takes? I, I, I'm so good at finding the dumb tailored takes. to me at all. I had that with someone who she uh, lives in Europe or something since so she has WhatsApp. And, and so I had to sign up for WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah. I, that's so strange. But then again, I don't know. That's the way I was with Zoom. I feel like a few years ago, someone had me on their podcast and they were like, you got to just install this other software to get on. And now, uh, oops, that was Zoom. And now it's yeah. everywhere. So, uh, I mean, that, that took some special 
It was special doing. Yeah, it was dude. a lot of time. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Wuhan was that hard to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just telling your buddies, Mister Solo, about it. I'm telling you, monkeypox is going to be VR's breakthrough moment. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ! Hey, Apple's I got trying it's, to time it's, their it's, AR glasses. Season Apple's two of Hacks. Season two of Hacks is very good. That whole show is very good. Um, oh man, I thought of a thing that I was going to say, and then I forgot it. Somebody else go and I'll see if I can remember it. Uh, uh, I've got a pick. Uh, uh, I, uh, talked about things on the regular show, but I also want to talk about, uh, Airtable, which I think is super, super good. Um, I've been doing marble stuff and I'm figured out making videos and, uh, doing the streams and I want to keep track of everything. So, um, uh, I'm, I'm making an Airtable and it's, it's great. It's like a Google sheet, but, um, good. <laughs> so, uh, I really dig air tables. And if you've got something you need to organize or need a database, something that's a very easy way to get started with the basics of databases. Um, we're in a very interesting era for stand-up comedians. A lot of the icons of their era have either come into controversy or become newly relevant or, or have unfortunately passed away. There is one Titan for which I feel, and there's probably a large conversation that you can have around it, is not only not appreciated for the powerhouse that he is, uh, but but also still alive and and uh, I think could probably still go if he if he wanted to, and that is Dennis Miller. And I listened to the Off White album uh, on Friday. Holy crap! Is his voice still? as as powerful and as fresh as 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 it ever was and nobody has really gotten to that level i mean there have been other kind of comedians that have had that sort of confident delivery which is the thing about dennis miller is that like he's almost not reacting to the audience at all he is just bop 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 like joke 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 everything is confident everything is is designed to do it but nobody has been as smart and as well written in the way that Dennis Miller was. Uh, uh, treat yourself to a little Dennis Miller. Nobody ever made the mark on SNL news like Dennis Miller. Like that was the high point. And even even the early days, like it was funny with Chevy Chase and all them doing their reverent stuff. But Dennis Miller, SNL news, that is to me perfection. That uh, was just. I seem to remember somebody else doing Weekend Update, but. Uh... Uh, that's not who we're talking about. I think, right now. no, I think Norm, Norm comes, uh, he is, is the, the, uh, uh, you the know, anti if, Dennis no, Miller. No, if Dennis <laughs> no, Miller, no. if Dennis Miller is God, Norm is Jesus, right? Like, like there, there yeah, is Norm, Norm, one, one had to follow the other. That was Norm doing Norm. Yeah. That was Norm doing, like Norm is fuck, amazing. But I was like, that's Norm. Norm is, Norm is, I'm saying as far as making that, making that like, Creating the character out of that, anything like that, I think is like, like, yeah, Norm's Norm. I'm a huge, I'm, I'm a bigger Norm fan than Dennis Miller fan, but I'm saying like somebody at the right moment, like I love Dennis Miller the most when he's doing Weekend Update. Right, that's my moment. Norm, I like all the time. And like if Norm was my Uber driver, I would have been, yay! You know, like Norm, anything anywhere is great. You know, it's funny listening to the Fly on the Wall podcast um, with uh, Dana Carvey and and uh, Dana, uh, David Spade you uh, find out that the entire like David Spade, Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, they were all brought in by Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller scouted all of them and, and was the one that really, really pushed them to, uh, to, to Lord Michael. Wow. So he, he very much was kind of the father of that generation. Wow. 
Pretty impressive. Uh, my pick, I've been using this now for a couple months. Been very happy. I don't have a code for you. I just like it. It's Blue Apron. Hey. Simple. Blue Apron's the Easy. service where you, you, you pay more money than you would spend in a grocery store, but then they send you the ingredients and a recipe, and if you live with somebody who is happy to cook, it's wonderful. <laughs> so we're up to like doing like three a week, whatever, and so I've been enjoying Blue Apron a lot. Or if you yourself like to cook and wish you just had a sous chef, then yeah, <laughs> it's they, pretty great. You still get to cook. I mean, if you like, they just make cooking easier. Sure we've, about we've that? Done stuff like I don't know. I, but yeah, uh, so <laughs> sure that's why. Uh, yeah, but no, it's been been very because it's uh, great. I'm actually eating vegetables now. Who knew? Look at that, oh. Oh, Mr. Vegetables. <laughs> Andrew Vegetables Maine. All right, that's it for veggie things. That's the last of our veggie tales. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking it's of Jesus. Been after. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>